Hello and welcome to the Motorcycle Adjacent Podcast, episode 15. I am your host, Walt from Walt in PA. And in this episode, I've got a variety of topics to cover, ranging from my absence on YouTube to a winter ride to Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Stick around and enjoy me. <laughs> so a few episodes back... I sat down here in my motorcycle shed, and I had the gall to tell you all people that I might just increase my my frequency, my, my posting frequency, both on my YouTube page and on the Motorcycle Jason podcast over the course of the winter because, you know, these podcasts are so easy to record and I should have an abundance of time. You know, as long as the weather holds, I'll be able to, uh, to increase productivity. Well, that was not the case. <laughs> And you may have noticed a little bit of an absence on my YouTube channel. Now, part of that has been kind of by design. I wanted to give myself a little bit of a break. I was starting to feel the signs of burnout. It seems to be going around. I've I've actually heard from uh, a couple of different YouTube creators that are experiencing kind of similar uh, results that I am, where you're just kind of pounding content and uh, suddenly... You start to wonder, is it all worth it? Do I want to keep going? I'm tired. I need a break. And that's kind of where I fell. I I needed a little bit of a break. And when I took my break, the, the oddest thing happened. I kept getting notifications from YouTube that my subscriber count was growing. So it was almost as if there was no repercussions for, for taking this little bit of a break. So it... I guess it softened the blow and made it a little bit more comfortable for me. So some of my older content still bringing in, bringing in subscribers, and it's made my absence a little more bearable. Uh, I do have lots of content ideas in mind. I've got lots of footage that needs to be updated yet or gone through and edited and uploaded. But it's right now it is it's a matter of time. I realize that you don't listen to this podcast to hear me gripe about work or complain about how busy I am or, or drag your mood down, but the the fact of the matter is, ever since Christmas, things have been crazy. Work has been chaotic. Business has been extremely busy. Uh, the only upside to all of this is when you're really busy, usually the paychecks are really good. So I've been immersing myself in keeping up with work, darting from one thing to the next, putting out fires as I go. It's kept me very, very busy, and finally, after about two months now, it seems like things are starting to slowly settle down a little bit, um, and hopefully that means that I'll be able to find a new rhythm, both with the podcast and my YouTube page, and I'll just kind of get back into a regular workflow again. I do miss it, but the break was much needed and well worth it. So if you aren't already subscribed to the Walt NPA YouTube channel, head on over to youtube.com, look me up, and subscribe. I've got a video coming out in the next couple of days where I ride my Yamaha MT-09 SP out to the Kenilworth slash Redding area to visit Smoky Cigar Lounge. So if you're like me and you live in southeast Pennsylvania, you know that winter has been unseasonably warm. It's been crazy. We've had a few frigid days here and there, uh, some some really cold snaps, but on average, I think it's been pretty warm. I mean, the my ability to get out and ride throughout this winter season has been better than 
it ever has in the past several years. I mean, I bounced back and forth. I could ride in January, but not in February. Or next year, I could ride in February, but not January. This year, it has been very easy to ride both months. You know, I've, I've gotten out lots in December, a handful of times in January, a handful of times in, in February. As a matter of fact, uh, as I'm recording this, it is February 20th. And a couple of hours ago, I got in from a ride out to Firehouse Coffee in the Maxitani area outside of Kutztown. And it was 57 degrees. I didn't need my heated gloves. I didn't need to wear base layers. I didn't need to bundle up to stay warm. It was a glorious February ride. Now, there is a storm rolling through, and it sounds like there's going to be the potential for a couple of days of winter weather, meaning snow and ice, but it looks like it's going to go north of me, and I might actually miss the storm. Uh, It's going to be cold, but, you know, cold is better than wet, icy, salt on the roads. Uh... So yeah, I can I can deal with it. And we're only a couple of more weeks away from March where we'll see warm weather for a change. Or late March, we usually see a warmer weather. That's when my riding routine gets back to normal for the most part. So I guess it was a couple of weeks ago at the end of January, I got a message from my buddy Steve, Untamed Ride, and he was telling me that he wanted to get out for a ride. And he asked me if I was free. And it was out of the ordinary. Usually... Um, it's, it's very difficult for me to get out on a weekend unless my wife isn't working. But the stars aligned. We were able to make it work. And I told him I would be happy to go for a ride with him. But the only prerequisite was that we had to stop somewhere for coffee because I was running dangerously low on beans. So we kicked around a couple of ideas and decided to go to Four Monkeys Coffee over in Kutztown. It's a shop that I've bought lots of coffee from over the past maybe year and a half. I've been there a number of times. Uh, they're, one, they're one of my favorite coffee roasters. I, I really enjoy some of their, their in-house blends or Howler Monkey and whatnot. It's it's always a nice ride through the Boyertown area into Kutztown. So we hopped on the bikes, we rode over, we picked up some coffee. We actually, we cleaned them out. We <laughs> When we got there, it was sort of close to closing. I think they were going to be closing in an hour or two. And they had seven bags of whole beans on their little coffee display. And combined, Steve and I bought six of the seven bags. So I I think we did pretty well. Uh, I got, you know, yet another punch card. Every time I go in there, they give you these little business cards with, like, coffee beans or coffee cups on them. You buy a cup of coffee, they punch the coffee cup. If you buy a bag of beans, they punch the bean. And after 10, I think you buy 10 cups of coffee, you you get your 11th free. Or if you buy 10 bags of coffee, you get your your 11th at 50% off, something like that. But it's an old school system where they stamp your card, and it never fails. Every time I go over there, I forget my punch card, and I have to start a new one. So right now, I think I have three or four cards lying around the house with various punches on them. And uh, one of these days, maybe I'll remember, and they'll combine all my cards and... (laughs) Maybe I'll get myself a discount, uh, a, a well-deserved, lots of coffee purchasing discount. Uh, it would be be quite nice if I could actually remember to do that. So after Steve and I finished up inside of Four Monkeys, we headed on out to the bikes. We're kind of chatting as we're stuffing bags of coffee into our backpacks, and we're kicking around ideas on where to ride to next. Kutztown's only 
I think we stretched out the ride and it was about 45 minutes for us. And there was still lots of daylight left. I think it was around 11.30. And, you know, Steve's got Kalimoto open and he's just kind of skimming around the map looking for halfway decent places to, to visit. He jokingly says, well, why don't we, why don't we go to Jim Thorpe? Now, the, the jokingly part is we've been talking about going up to Jim Thorpe for months at this point. Um, it's a couple of hours north. It's up toward the Poconos on the other side of the the Lehigh Tunnel. And we never seem to have the time it takes to get out there. And when he suggested it, you know, half joking, I thought, well, why not? Let's let's go for it. He kind of gave me this this confused look. And I said, well, I mean, what's the worst case? We, we ride until about 2 o'clock. We'll pull over at 2, and we'll take a look at the map. We'll see where we are. And uh, we'll make a decision, you know, a game-time decision. Do we need to turn back to make it home by dark, or are we almost there? So Steve plotted out a route. We hopped on the bikes, and we started riding north. Now, the really nice thing about the ride was that we used Kalimoto's uh, twisty roads feature. So Steve dropped a pin, like, right in the middle of Jim Thorpe and just told Kalimoto, take me there using twisty roads. So I think the... The route wound up being about two and a half hours. We wound through back roads. Uh, we went over the mountain instead of through the tunnel. No one likes taking I-476 anyway. Or at least no one takes that for fun. So uh, we get up into Jim Thorpe and we pull into this parking lot for the train station. Now, I don't know what the deal is with Jim Thorpe, but it has an extremely popular railroad. Um, it's like they're... It, I don't think they really go anywhere in particular. It's just kind of this commuter line, touristy kind of thing where you get on the train, they take you out so far, and then I believe they come back and they charge an arm and a leg for it. There's actually a couple of local train stations that do very similar things. They do these scenic tours and they're fun, they're nice, they're just kind of expensive for my taste. But in Jim Thorpe, for whatever reason, it is massively popular. So when you pull into Jim Thorpe, there's a parking lot right there by the train station that has to be, I don't know, half a mile long. It fits thousands of cars. And uh, we pull in and we wind up riding and riding and riding like all the way to the far end before we find this nice big open spot. We park the bikes. Uh, we start chatting a little bit, taking a couple pictures because there's some trains in the background. And then we start talking about, well, where are we going to grab lunch? Because we can't come all the way to Jim Thorpe and, and not sit down and, and grab lunch somewhere. Now, fortunately, a couple of months ago, uh, Trekimoto on the Walt MPA Discord server talked about this place called Roadies at Penn's Peak. It is... So Penn's Peak is a music venue in the, in the Pocono area. It's in, I think it's just outside of Jim Thorpe. It's up on the side of a mountain, hence Penn's Peak. And it has an incredible view, just kind of looking out over the landscape. Now, in the spring and summer months, they open up the deck. They have outdoor dining. It's a beautiful place. And during the winter months, they close off the deck, but they still have, you know, plenty of indoor seating. The, the music venue isn't open, but since Rhodes is part of it, you, you kind of go in and sh scurry off to the side to, <laughs> to the restaurant. They've got... Loads of musical memorabilia all over the walls, different uh, concerts that have played there. It's a really cool and interesting place. Uh, my one and only regret is that we didn't go 
during the time when the outdoor deck was open because it would have been an awesome view to just sit out there, have a burger, and uh, just laugh looking at the at the landscape. So the food was pretty good. Service was excellent. The atmosphere was great. All in all, it was a really fun place to visit. I definitely want to get up there again in the spring, maybe uh, get a couple of guys together and, and do a little group ride up to Jim Thorpe. I think the, the ride is fantastic. The scenery is great. The roads are fun. And Roadies is uh, just a nice place to sit down, have a meal, share a few laughs, and uh, recharge after you know the long first leg of the trip. So, you know, after we had lunch, we hopped back on the bikes and we made it home pretty much by dark. You know, it was just starting to get dark when I pulled into my shed. I looked at my odometer and I think we did just under 185 miles that day. So all in all, it was a very impressive day for January in Pennsylvania. So I guess it was about two weeks after that long voyage north to Jim Thorpe and we had another beautiful weekend. Temperatures were in the high 40s, low 50s. I just couldn't pass up the opportunity to ride. So I messaged Steve to see if he was up for a ride anywhere, uh, if he wanted to get out and just go for a ride somewhere. He was up for it. So we got together and decided to go visit this place called Kitty Town Coffee. Now, Scott from the Walton PA Discord server was there not too long ago. It's, uh, it's a cafe in the Lebanon area, which is up outside of Reading. And he posted this link for Kitty Town Coffee. Now, I'm really not a cat guy, but it, it seemed pretty interesting. So Kitty Town is this, this coffee roaster that sells coffee, and then some of the proceeds from the coffee go towards feeding homeless cats. So if you buy a bag of coffee, they say that it feeds a homeless cat for a week. So it seemed like a good cause, seemed pretty interesting. Uh, he seemed He spoke highly of it, so... I went on their website and I started looking around and it looks like Kitty Town Coffee is actually like an online brand. You can order it. They have uh, distributors like everywhere all over the country where you can purchase the coffee. But the, the, the cafe itself or Kitty Town Coffee says their home cafe is uh, Sydney Roasting Company in Lebanon. So we, we set out to Lebanon. We took the long way. I th- it's the it's it was a ride I've never taken such a long ride to Lebanon before I mean it took us about two hours to get there and it's not that far away but uh, it was a great ride through lots of back roads again we used Calimoto's twisty road feature to get us there we pull up to Sydney Roasting Company uh, head on inside it's a big spacious place very inviting lots of people sitting around at various tables in the cafe they had like little pastries for sale and stuff um, Steve and I made our way over to the giant coffee wall and started looking at, you know, some of their offerings. Now, most of what they had for sale was flavored coffee, and that's just not my thing. Uh, but they did have a variety of blends and single origin coffees. I picked up a bag of Honduras and a bag of what they call all night long. And that, that catchy little tune gets stuck in my head every time I say that. Um, I didn't realize it when I bought it, but it is kind of a gimmicky coffee. It's called All Night Long because it's got double the amount of caffeine as standard coffee. Uh, I'm not really into that sort of thing, but what, I figured, what the hell, we'll uh, we'll give it a shot. It was it was available in whole bean. I didn't have to ask for anything special. Uh, they had lots of uh, pre-ground bags on the shelf, which I don't usually buy. But I picked it. Steve and I both picked up two bags. Hit the register. 
went back out to the parking lot and it was kind of the same thing that we did when we we visited four monkeys a couple of weeks prior where now that we've we've gotten the coffee trip out of the way we were starting to look around for some place that we could grab lunch you know pastries are nice and all that but you know when i go out for a motorcycle ride i like having a like a substantial sit-down lunch. It's just kind of fun thing to do. It's what I. It's kind of my thing. I like going for a long ride to get a burger. And the funny thing is, I, I just saw a meme on that on Facebook a couple of weeks ago where someone posted a picture. And the the funny thing about this picture is, I I didn't see I didn't see the funny in it until I looked at it really hard. Yeah, it was a it was a map. Basically, the guy said, "I'm going to get a burger." Or, or across the top, it said, "Bikers be like, I'm going to get a burger," and it was a screenshot of a Google map with the start and end point about 12 hours apart. So it's kind of funny that uh, you know Steve and I will ride two to three hours to go somewhere to get a burger when we could easily get one close to home. But again, it's kind of the fun thing to do when you've got a motorcycle. So after looking around a little bit on Google. Steve found this place called Snitz Creek Brewery. It was just a few miles down the road. Had great reviews. So we hopped on the bikes. We rode down to Snitz Creek. And it's pretty much your your usual brewery type place. You know, got food. They've got lots of different craft beers. And, you know, one of the, the downsides of visiting places like this is the beer selection looks amazing. But I, but I don't drink when I ride the bike. So I went up ordering an unsweetened iced tea, which, I don't know, it tasted almost like it was an instant tea. I think it came out of the one of the soda guns behind the the uh, the bar as, as a mixer, probably. But uh, the food was awesome. I, I didn't have the nerve to get one of the, the Snitz Creek branded burgers. They Because it's Lebanon, they do this thing where they put Lebanon bologna on, on some of their stuff. Uh, the one... Snitz Creek Burger that really caught my eye had Lebanon bologna and a pretzel roll. It seemed like uh, I don't know. It seemed a little bit much for uh, for my for my taste, given that we were all the way out there. So I went with a standard bacon cheeseburger, which was awesome. Steve got this like flamethrower burger or something. It had jalapenos and Lebanon bologna on it. Um, odd. But he seemed to really like it. So the food was great. The service was fantastic. It was a, just a great, fun place. And one of one of, I can't say enough. They were really quick with the check. Like once we said we're ready to go because we knew that dark was coming, they got us in. They got us out. It was uh, it was just really nice. Good food, good service, and fast service. I can't say enough about it. And I definitely want to go back and check out their beer selection at some point. Now, just like when we went to Jim Thorpe, I think we timed it perfectly. I got back home, put the bike away, and just as I was closing up the shed, it was dark. By the end of the day, I think we rode about 135 miles. And again, for February in Pennsylvania, 135 miles is really good. I'm very, very pleased with both of those rides. Uh, 185 miles for the first one, 135 miles for the second. That's uh, some really good riding in the winter months. Can't complain about that one bit. So before I let you go, I've got to do a little bit of a housekeeping thing. So a couple of episodes ago, I talked about this HearProTech motorcycle earplug review that I did for HearProTech. And part of the deal was that they sent me an extra pair of earplugs that I could give away as a contest prize. The plan was to randomly select a name on February 1st. 
and send out a news a news blast uh, through my newsletter and announce the winner. But with things being as chaotic as they were, I didn't get to it right away. I did draw a name a couple of days later. I made sure to only draw from the pool that was signed up by February 1st. And the name that was randomly selected was Jeff. So Jeff, keep an eye out for an email from me, and I'll let you know when you can expect your HeroProtect motorcycle earplugs. I'll get your shipping information, and I'll drop those things in the mail for you. Thanks to everyone for entering. It was a fun little contest. I hope uh, that everyone enjoyed it. And keep an eye out for future giveaways sometime down the line. Well, folks, that's going to do it for episode 15 of the Motorcycle Adjacent Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to uh, leave me reviews on your preferred podcast sources, be it Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and kind of the list goes on and on. As always, ride safe, and I will catch you in the next one.